Good morning. We're in Philippians chapter 1, verse 3. Here's what Paul writes. I thank my God every time I remember you. I thank my God every time I remember you. Uh, my name is Jake Bessling, and I went here, and I was a student just like you guys. And I graduated in 2005 with an education, a Bachelor's of Art in Christian Education. I became a DCE, a Director of Crayons and Erasers, right? right? <laughs> Christian Education. And then a couple years ago, I went through a four-year program and in 2017 graduated with a Master's of Arts in Theology, uh, theology from this institution right here. And, and this is what this all means. I paid this university a lot of money. Right? But this is also what this means. Every time I think about Concordia University, I think of these words honestly. I thank my God every time I remember you. I mean, let's face it, I thank my God for Dr. Mindorf right here. Raise your hand if you know Dr. Mindorf, right? Yeah. By the grace of God, he's a theology professor. He taught me about the bow tie, that everything points to Christ. He allowed me, or I don't know, I think I asked for permission, like I'm not now, um, to stand up here 15 years ago and go ahead and talk like this and make an impersonation of him. <laughs> that everything, every, everything points to Christ. And he, by the grace of God, said that, that flattery is the best way to, you know, impress someone. And that he really said, it's okay that you impersonated me. Dr. Brighton, I see him over here. 7.30 in the morning, Greek and Hebrew. Two years straight, I got to be honest, my presence was not always there. Bodily, yes, but I was with the Lord, I think. <laughs> the grace you showed me to go through Hebrew and Greek and the knowledge. And then, you know, you're sitting there as an athlete or a student, and you're not sure what's going to be next. These professors, by the grace of God, pouring into my life, pouring into your life, your coaches pouring into your life, Pointing you to Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, isn't only getting you to where you are today, but will get you to where you go into the future. I mean, I stood up here the last time really standing up on this altar was 15 or so, 13 years ago. And I wasn't sure yet where I was going to go on a one-year internship. And I don't think I'm sweating today, but it was the most embarrassing moment of my life. I had these sweat rings, you know what I'm talking about? that just kept piling up because they were about to call my name and say, you're going to go to a church somewhere in the United States or not even in the United States. And I was nervous as all get out. And they said, Christ Greenfield Lutheran, Gilbert, Arizona. And said, where's Gilbert? <laughs> and I went there and I got to know the people. And then I met a beautiful woman on a trip back to Concordia, my wife, Nicolette, of 10 years. And the ratio here was five to one when I was here. Five girls to one guy. I couldn't find a wife, you know? <laughs> but I met her as she was a chaperone on this trip, and we came back to Concordia, and then um, over the course of a couple of days, um, started to say, hey, would you like to go out? And we went out, and then nine months later, got engaged. All that to say, you know those struggles in life, Right? Where you go to your coach, your professor, your friend, and you're like, who am I going to marry? What am I going to eat? I don't, have any mo I don't have any money. 
How am I going to get through this season of life, this suffering of life, this up, no, this down of life? And every time I was like, what's the plan that God has for me? These professors, thank you, would point me to Jesus and they'd put a spotlight on Jesus. See, that's what Paul is saying. Every time you think of someone that put a spotlight on Jesus, say these to them, say these words to them, verbally, write a note. I thank my God every time I remember you. Paul goes on, always in every prayer, pray about them. Pray for them specifically, not just professors on a a list, but are you really praying for that specific student? Are you praying for your other friends that point you to Jesus? He says, always in every prayer of mine, I do it with, with joy. Do we need more people in our life that have joy? Right? I mean, we live in a world where you look at your Instagram feed or Facebook and everyone's kind of competing for likes and a a lot of stuff in the media. It's just not so much joy-filled. Paul begins almost every letter in the New Testament with encouragement and with joy to his friends. And where was Paul writing this? In jail. Of all things, from jail, he could say, man, I have joy because of the partnership I have with this small church community in Philippi that had heard the gospel and were raised up and were pointing other people to Jesus. I put a spotlight, even from jail, on those in the world that are pointing people to Jesus. I thank my God for them. Whatever you're studying, one day in your vocation, in your career, think about this thought. That someone is going to maybe say it out loud, maybe not, but they're going to thank God for you. That you're going to be a doctor and you're going to help them out in a tough uh, trauma-filled time. And they're going to think, I thank you for being here. And you're a Christian doctor and you're praying over them and you're sharing the love of Jesus. You're an athlete that goes on to play in the NCAA. Who wants to do that? Are you already there? Are you already there, right? Okay. (laughs) Sorry, I'm used to talking to... Not college kids. You go on to the NBA. Who wants to go NBA? WNBA? All right. Other professional. You don't have big desires, do you? All right. What team is this? Volleyball. You want to go on? You want to play more? Maybe Olympics, right? And before you know it, you're able to use that platform, no, to point people to Jesus. Do you watch the Super Bowl, right? The amount of eagles that are coming out and, and the stories of pointing people to Jesus. I think by God that that team won the Super Bowl and all of these stories about how they're pointing people to Jesus are coming out. Now, we have a shortage in our church body, I'm a Lutheran, of um, church workers, you know? And we have one student that we support from our church that goes here, and she was a DCE student, Director of Christian Education. Now she's a business student, and she wants to do stuff probably overseas, to store like orphanages and do community development. Her name is Melissa Serena. Where are you at, Melissa? In the back. Melissa, go ahead and stand up, Melissa. Annie Tyberg is going to give you a card that came from our staff. That is our letter to you. And it says in the very middle, of course, we thank our God for you. There's also a $100 gift card there. So go, if you don't know Melissa, go meet Melissa and she might buy you, buy you lunch. We thank God, <laughs> Melissa, we thank God for you. 
You see, we thank God for her, and we thank God for you, and, and maybe you're sitting there like, I don't, I don't even know if someone out there thanks God for me. You see, life is too short, though, not to know that someone out there thanks God for you. There's a story about a year ago where this family came to us, Jason and Delisa. Jason is 51. Delisa, a live-in girlfriend of 15 years, she's 55. And Jason tells us as a church, I'm dying of lung cancer. And he looked fine. And over the course of the year, you started to see him lose some weight and get sicker and sicker. I was with him two weeks ago. And I was sitting there in their house, and he has a spit bag. He's spitting into it. He can't eat anymore. And he said, I love this woman. For other reasons, we can't legally get married. And I said, I could marry you right now. And over the course of three days, our church community threw them a wedding. And Delisa looked gorgeous. She walks down the aisle, and her groom is sitting there in his um, kind of um, uh, wheelchair, and he's barely getting up, but they look at each other, and they basically say this, I thank my God for you. For 16 years, we've been living together, and we've been together, and we've been unconditionally loving each other, and now we want to put a stamp on it. We want to say, God, no matter what, no matter how many days I have in, in this world, how much breath I might have, I love this woman. I love this man. I don't want another day to go by without the world knowing I thank my God for this person. About three days ago, he went to be with Jesus, but they look back on that moment, and she was in my office yesterday, and she's like, I'm glad we did that marriage. I'm glad that I was able to look at him over the last couple of days and say, I'm so thankful for for you. You might be doubting, though, maybe no one in my life really thanks God for me. That's not true, is it? There's someone in this room that that looks at you and says in their heart, I'm thankful they're in my life. There's a mother. You're touching them? Yeah, you're like, hey, right here. There's a mother. There's a father. There's a professor. There's someone in your life that's saying, I'm so thankful that you're in my life. And Jesus, of course, does as well. His card to you basically says, I love you, I care for you, I died for you, I'm actually thankful for you. And you're like, no, 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 Jesus, I'm thankful for you, amen? I'm thankful for your life, your death, your resurrection, your ascension, you're gonna come back for me, you're gonna raise the dead, I'm gonna have an imperishable body, Jason will have that body that's restored. No, Jesus, I'm thankful for you, and he still looks at you. And says, no, 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 I love you. I'm thankful for you. I died for you. I will always be with you. Is there someone that once told you something really encouraging like Paul is here? And you just grabbed onto it? And you never wanted to let it go? It just meant the world to you. That's the power of words. 13 or 15 years ago then... I did a mission trip to Alaska with about uh, 10 other students from this university. I was a student just like you. And at the end of the trip, we were doing lock-ins where you stay up all night, eat pizza, you know, and entertain junior high kids. Less kids came than we thought. Less kids talked about Jesus than we thought. They weren't as receptive as we thought. 
We did vacation Bible schools. There was less people that came. It was a trip that I, I was leaving thinking, ah, God, this is so hard to thank you for this trip. And then I got a note from the professor that was with me, uh, Dr. Ken Ebel. And here's the note. 15 years later, it's in my Bible. At the lowest of lows, he says, Jacob, the honor to serve on this trip was all mine. What? You're amazing. I like this. <laughs> You're talented and a gift of God to the church, to Concordia, and to me. I am continually overwhelmed by God's grace, which is hidden, and his power, which is hidden when I see it in human beings like you and this team. Thanks for being a vessel used by God. Everything seems so simple, yet daily God uses people, you and I, me and you, to serve others. What a privilege it's been these last few weeks to see you at work at the glory of God in Christ. Psalm 34, Ken Ebel. I cherish that today. And Jesus gives you that same card this morning. No matter where you're at in life, no matter what your future career no matter if you stand on a stage or walk across the stage and not sure about what life's going to tackle and, and give you, that he will always be with you and he'll always let you know, I think, I'm thankful, I'm thankful for you. Can I pray for you? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, you are good all the time and when we are not, you're still good. You're so good. You're perfect and you left your happy home in heaven to become one of us in all of that perfection and to die on a cross for us so that we wouldn't have to run the rat race of life, of works, of trying to do it all. We don't have to do anything. We just receive by grace through faith, Lord. How good is that? And yet we say, we're thankful for you. And you say, no, I'm thankful for you. The gifts that you have, the talents, all by the Holy Spirit given to you that you would go out to the community and your, and your teams and your classroom and your future career to go and put a spotlight on Jesus to encourage other people no matter where you find yourself like Paul in jail no matter how many days you might have to live or not that you would stop even this moment my friends and into the next couple of days to call that mom that dad to talk to that professor to talk to that student to talk to that spouse to say those words, I'm so thankful for you, and here is why. In Jesus' name, we're thankful for your grace, and everyone said, amen.